0: Tabby and I'm Caitlin and today we are discussing the second installment of the Steminist novellas stuck with you by Allie Hazelwood. So out of the three of these I think we have decided this is probably our favorite one. Yes. The third one did about send me into a depressive spiral so. (laughs) The thing is the third one it goes so hard until it doesn't. It was so (laughs) promising. It was Mm -hmm. so promising, and then it just crash-landed so hard. It's like Allie loves to just basically do the equivalent of stealing candy from a baby like oh my god she just loves to see our little eyes light up and then rip it away from us like damn it (laughs) but this one was good there were you know a couple bones to peg with it which I mean there always is at a very specific part of the book but for (laughs) the most part it was cute (laughs) yes yes um yeah it great for like what we normally have to complain about. What did you rate this one? Well, I'm trying to remember what I rated the last one. I think it was pretty low, like a like six a six point something. So I gave it like a seven point one eight out of ten. You're um, always so specific. I like I said, I really liked it, but it, I mean, it's not like my favorite book on earth. Um. It's 110 pages, I think. So there's not a lot that you can do in 110 pages. But I think she wrote a very cute story. The spicy, steamy scenes are always just absolutely cringy. I feel like there were some missed opportunities with it. But for the most part, it was fine. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I rated it a 7.3 out of 10. uh, Because it's, yeah, like, cute but short. So there's not a lot of substance. So yeah. Which may be good. I think Mm -hmm. if she'd gone longer, (laughs) it could have gone worse. Yes. No, I definitely think it was the perfect length for what it was. And yeah, 7.3 out of 10 on my Mm -hmm. universal scale. Not too bad, Allie Hazelwood. Not too bad. So there's not a ton of characters in this book like normal there's our two main characters and then the best friend trio Mm -hmm. And so for this one we have sadie eric and then mara and hannah who we meet in every single one of these books sadie is such an interesting character she's very smart they're all very smart they're all women in stem they're super you know good at what they do however they each struggle with their own i guess sense of normalcy and like with with Sadie, hers is like getting over a former breakup, and it's really affected her and like her self confidence. And I, that's really kind of what comes to play, I think, quite a bit in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was with this guy for like ten years. Mm-hmm. That's a long so time. She I, has a lot of a lot of issues like trusting men. Yeah, and that's very evident in this short short story. And, and it's clear that like. Her relationship with that guy was not very passionate. It was toxic. Yeah. And she like... was like, did I even actually really love him, basically? Because, like, she realized she wasn't super emotionally invested after the mm-hmm. fact. And so I think that was, like, kind of jarring for her that she spent 10 years with this guy and then wasn't actually as in love with him as she thought. Well, and, like, she was almost like, you know, what's wrong with me that I don't, you know, feel this way? And I think yeah. a lot of people kind of get into that rut where they they're not with the right person like well it must be something I'm doing and it's like no like no nope, you're just It's just not the right person. Yeah, like it's not it's not a match and that's okay. We'll try um, again. Yeah, and <laughs> I really love that this is going great for her so far with uh with Eric, but I would say of the 3 main characters in this series, she is my favorite same she's I very relatable mm-hmm. yes okay so I was like oh my god she's so cute and funny and superstitious and you were like okay but like do you think she actually just has OCD so the first time I read it I was like oh that's so quirky and fun and then I was reading it again I was like maybe she actually has like a disorder yeah <laughs> because that sounds a lot like OCD Yeah, like, yeah. Because I would say she's definitely obsessive about it. Like, she was convinced that she had to do it. She had to get that croissant. And she's definitely compulsive because she actually does a thing. She actually wears the lavender underwear underwear and gets her croissant that she doesn't like. So I think she might have OCD. It's possible. There are probably some other criteria, but uh, yeah, she's got some, some symptoms for sure. (laughs) But yeah, that's Sadie. And then we have Eric who. So cute. I love him. Okay. So I'm picturing like just the most like tall, handsome man, but like he's also got like dimples or something. Yeah. Really cute. You know, like he's like softened. Like. He's big yeah. and belly, but, like, soft. She calls him Corporate Thor because he's he's big, muscly. Scandinavian. Scandinavian guy in a suit. And she even put his name in her phone as Corporate Thor, which I thought was really funny. Uh, that's something I would do. <laughs> he, like, okay, what I thought was very refreshing about his character is that a lot of the times in Ally Hazelwood novels, the man is, for some reason, just stunted when it comes to <laughs> the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was not. And mm-hmm. that was great because he's like, let me just walk you through everything. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. And I'm going to tell you how good of a job you're doing. And I was like, fuck yeah. It had me giggling and kicking my I feet like, for real. I was like, stop it immediately. I'm in love with you. And then also the part where... She was like, okay, take two. I'm gonna get on top. And he was like, okay, yeah. And then <laughs> he ate her out. And she was like not expecting that. I like, and neither was I. And that was great. I was like, oh my god, he the perfect man. I mean, he's written by a woman, but yeah. <laughs> he he was literally written by a woman. Yeah. I know. And my like, is like, you're doing such a good job. I was like, damn it. I was like goodbye I actually am no longer on this planet um it's like that, yeah it's really great for her like Alan Hazelwood so she you know what you're film. doing she's capable of writing good smut and she actively chooses not to most of the she time she does time. it on purpose how dare she how dare she she's waste like, you her know We've got a really good thing going. How can I ruin it? Let me tell you. <laughs> because She's going to have little a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, that really takes you out of it. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Like, we're just going to do this in the middle of this, I guess. I was like, hey, we read to escape reality, Miss Hazelwood. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> no, you shut up. I'm so scared right now. I'm so fucking scared right now. <laughs> No, Um, and it's not even that I was having a panic attack. It's that I was given stress hives from embarrassment. mm -hmm. It was, it was too, too real, too real. And it made you like, just based on past experience, I've never had that exact situation happen. But it's like, I have had unwanted panic attacks. And like, I can imagine this too well. And I don't like it. And, like, that is something that would probably keep me up at night for, like, the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, I simply would be like, we have to never see each other again. I'm sorry, but lose my number. I'm actually fleeing the country. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even tried again. I would have just been like, well, thank you for dinner. <laughs> anyway. um, And then, yeah, lastly, Mara and Hannah, their dynamic is so cute. There's a whole scene Well, I mean, they're giving Sadie advice about Eric, but, like, they're fucking roasting Liam. And they're like, he's gonna buy your engagement ring from Costco. And I was just like, oh, my God, leave the man alone. Dude, they were. And, like, I loved Liam, too. I still think he was one of the cutest characters. But Eric just puts him to shame. Yeah, Eric is like, he's Liam, but ten times better. It's like, I do love a tall, dark, and handsome, but I also love competency. Oh my god, you know what? Eric is the only blonde yeah. male character we've ever been in love with. Yeah. Oh wait, no, PETA. I'm also in love with PETA from The Hunger Games. Hmm. Personally can't relate, but I <laughs> love that for you. Were you Team Gale? Or just Team no, Gale? I, yeah, I just didn't really care much for either of them.
1: That's I did love Finnick
0: though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. I think Katniss may have actually been better off alone, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, after dealing with all that trauma, I think the only solution is to, like, just live out the remainder of your life, just working on some self-reflection. No, I get it. But also, you know what What makes sense is the trauma bonding, for sure, so I get But is why. that healthy? Yeah, no. But, like, yeah. do they live in a world where they can be their healthiest? Yeah, that's fair. I life? guess, like, I've never lived in a dystopian society before, so... <laughs> I think yeah, you, you're right. You lash on to happiness and comfort where you can get it. That's um, fair. <laughs> anyways, that's not what we're talking about. We <laughs> should do the Hunger Games series, though. Oh, uh, we should. Okay, so let ja- me just jump. I did a um, a rotation where I met, uh, you know, like a pharmacist that works around here, and her aunt freaking wrote the Hunger Games. Her aunt is Suzanne Collins. No shit. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Vincent I'm probably gonna leave this in here because so Vincent is my cousin who was also in pharmacy school and he was like yeah did you know Liz's aunt is Suzanne Collins and I was like shut the fuck up how lucky is that I wish I know I was like are they close and Vincent was like I don't know (laughs) oh okay I I hope she (laughs) can I meet her yeah that's so cool those books are so fucking good Anyway, yeah, I haven't read them in a long time. I know, so we should do them on the podcast. We should, maybe, yeah. We'll we'll look and see where we can squeeze those in. Yeah. What are there three? yeah like right. There's three. Anyway, that's kind of all the characters. There's also, I guess, her <laughs> boss, Gianna. Gianna's <laughs> little nasty ass hoe. She's yeah. like, but you know what? It probably was sabotage. I'm like. <laughs> Damn it. She's like, there's a-, a sweetie. You think he likes you for you? Oh, my God. That's really embarrassing. She's like, okay, well, I'll keep this between us. Anyway, she's not a supportive queen and we don't stand. Don't stand. Ruin but good she is thing. a boss. She's a boss lady. But like, I love, yeah, I love her success. <laughs> this has taken a turn. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so some thoughts and concerns. Mm -hmm. That we had, um, honestly, not a lot of concerns. There are a few big ones, though. And you, you talked about this too. The croissant meet cute, that was great. However, Mm -hmm. when she thought he didn't speak English and then went about it in possibly the worst way possible, Mm -hmm. I died a little bit. Like if I genuinely thought that someone didn't speak English and they weren't understanding me, I would just be like goodbye all right well <laughs> and then turn around obviously not her being like let me slow this down for you <laughs> um yeah but throwing some hand gestures as well mm-hmm. <laughs> although it, you know that's on him though and like i know he was just like taken aback by the beauty that is sadie <laughs> um but, like, throw her a bone, man, and at least, like, just acknowledge her existence. <laughs> yeah, because she she literally was saying thank you, and he was like, oh, well, you weren't asking a question. Sir, the response on, to now. thank you is you're welcome. Not, like, the fuck? I'm just yeah. gonna stare at you. I know, that's so wild. Like, that is his fault. Yeah, no, if someone did that to me, like, I would be flabbergasted. Yeah, I would be like... Not interested in going on a date with him because I think he's a serial no. killer.
1: Yeah, and I so- That's
0: why she had a panic attack later. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, I really liked uh, in this one the like switching back and forth between mm-hmm. like the three weeks ago and the present because in the first one, she kind of does that too at the very beginning. But it's not like consistently throughout. But I really liked that this one was like straight up, like back and forth, back and forth. I thought. That well, was and I also feel like in the first book, like it could have just been one long flashback instead mm-hmm. of the yeah, back it and would forth, the present. Like back. a lot of stuff didn't happen, or I almost feel like she could have even just started the book at the beginning and then ended it with like present day. Mm-hmm. like we could have just had like a timeline instead of going back and forth because at least with this one it was one event that happened that led up to this and like yes. that's the story with that one it's just like and he wrapped his arms around me and is like is this okay and I'm like ew like yeah. I'm already not intrigued and I now know. we're flashing back yes the prologue is rough on that one I'm not gonna lie but like this one it played a big part in like the, the narration of the story yeah. so I liked it Agreed. Um, the cat (laughs) killed me. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) I just know... That how that cat was staring at her when they walked in. I just, I can picture it. I can see it so vividly <laughs> in my mind. And that's now, amazing because I don't have a mind's eye. No, the part that got me, though, it was in the epilogue when she made the nasty-ass croissants. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, delicious, whatever. And the cat comes up and he's like, no. No, buddy. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Yes. So this has to do with the cat. So, like, I did hate... Because we we are going to, like, say this is probably our biggest bone to pick is, like, they were in the middle of a really spicy scene and then she starts having a little freak out panic attack and it really takes you out of it. It's it's really awkward and embarrassing. It's terrible. But his reaction did kind of make it worth it because he was like, I mean, you can help me put flea medicine on the cat instead. (laughs) Like, I I just, I don't want you to go home. (laughs) It's like, can you just stay here though? Like <laughs> we can find something else to do. And I suggest that they give the cat his flea medicine. I fucking love that. That's and that's amazing. why he's such an endearing person. We love a king who doesn't pressure women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes him obviously that's the bare minimum, but it does make him 10 times hotter because so many men refuse to do yeah, the bear he's normal. like, no, you said yes. and We're gonna do this. Yeah, and that's disgusting. Back. And you're a pig. And I hate you. I would say, like, man, the one kind of ick about him is that he did show some insta love type mm-hmm. feelings, and I don't love that. No, I agree. I want he's a man to of... be infatuated with me,
1: infatuated but not necessarily fine.
0: in love with me immediately. Yeah. He was all like, you know, pent up feelings or whatever in the elevator. And he was like, I'm basically like a second away from falling in love with you or I might already be there. And I was like, um, that's awfully fast, isn't it? But let's rewind let's rewind. (laughs) Emotions are very high in this elevator right now. And you've had a lot of yearning time, but you're not in love. Yes. I do wish that line hadn't been in the book. (laughs) yeah no I just want someone to be like obsessed not in love yeah is that too much to ask I know is that too much to ask asking my husband right now to stop being in love with me I want you to be obsessed (laughs) with me (laughs) (laughs) please it's it's too much it's suffocating also we really feel that it was a missed opportunity they like have this like really passionate like makeup like they they realize why they were fighting and then they like they don't really make up though because she flees and like instead <laughs> why not have makeup sex in the elevator while you're trapped yeah hello I would have even accepted a like make-out some, some hate you know like oh yeah yeah yeah. like I think that would have been really cool to do <laughs> yeah or like a passionate make out they're about to like get it on and then the elevator and then the un-sticks. elevator doors Yeah. Yes. (laughs) But no, she fucking like didn't touch him and then ran away. I was like, "Girly, I was just like, damn, what was even the point of this?" Yeah, like, what's the point of being trapped in an elevator if you're not going to be forced into banging? I don't understand. Um, Couldn't be me. I would have taken that opportunity so fast. I would have climbed that
1: tree. There was a
0: well. No, the power was out, so it doesn't matter if there's cameras; they don't work. Yeah, besides. Because they can't be the first people to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just put your hand up and be like, don't look. And he's so tall anyway, he could have reached. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, we have it all figured out. Come um, on, Allie. <laughs> but that kind of leads me into, like, the tropes. So, like, it is, it's got the rom-com meet cute trope, which we said we it's love. It's always good. It's always fresh. Yeah, and then forced proximity in the elevator, but, like goddamn did she kind of blow that one um (laughs) I want to talk about the miscommunication trope though because I liked it for once yeah I don't know if it's because the novella was so short that I didn't have the time to like get annoyed by it but also the fact that like because we talked about this it's kind of more realistic than a normal miscommunication trope Because, like, the evidence was more, like, outlined, like, oh, here's the reason why she believed this, you know? I also think because there was a third person involved in it, that's what made it more believable. Because normally, it's just, like, something stupid happens, and, like, if they literally just asked a singular question, it could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this... Her boss is like, no, I dealt with these people before and they literally just scammed you. And it's like, what do you what do you believe the lady you worked for for four years or the man that you that just, you just met? met? And now you feel like taken advantage of in that yeah. moment. So like, yeah, like I totally get why it happened. So I think that's why I liked it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like yeah. I'm a dramatic hoe as well. I also would have immediately jumped to conclusions. <laughs> That's the most exercise I get is jumping to conclusions. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Call me out. So that's the one time that it's been done well. So, you know, Miss Allie Hazelwood? I'll give you that. You done did it. You did the I'll thing. I'll give you that. And lastly, there's just a, a praise kink throughout. There's a praise there's a kink, and it's so kink. good. And I wish there had been more. I know. Okay, that's the only reason I'm like, maybe this book could have been longer. Because, like, that was beautifully done, and I love that. I, oh, man, I love that shit. Yeah, this is the only sexy man that Allie Hazelwood has ever written. Love that for him. And he's blonde. And he's blonde. I'm taken aback. She's made me a true believer. Yes, yes! She did it! She's done, honestly, she's (laughs) Done some groundbreaking work. <laughs> she had the the uh subtle asexual um representation, she had made miscommunication work, and now a blonde man who's attractive, yeah. Like she did it. A it blonde fictional man, I should say. There are plenty yeah, of real-life blonde men. Her literal husband is blonde. <laughs> yes, and I'm I'm in love with him and <laughs> I need to defend myself. Listen, I'm talking about book boyfriends only. Uh, I've never loved a blonde. Not real life. Real life or in a book. <laughs> Listen, these these are book boyfriends that we're talking yeah, about. These are not real people. Um, anyway. But join us <laughs> next week. and uh, We're going to be doing a too long didn't read of The Kite Runner by Khaled Hosseini. Hosseini? Is it Hosseini or Hosseini? I think it's Hosseini. Hosseini or... I'm actually not sure. Hosseini. We'll say that. It could be wrong. The Kite Runner, though, is one of my favorite books I ever had to read in high school. Yeah. So if you've got anything coming up at the end of this year and you need to write a last minute report, mm-hmm. we've got you covered. It's like, it's so intense, but I'm telling you, it is worth the read. It's such a, a valuable piece of literature. It's so good. Um, It'll be a real real gear change from what we've been talking about yeah, it's like it's probably not going to be funny and if it is the joke was maybe made in poor taste i don't know <laughs> don't expect to laugh next week i don't know we'll probably accidentally laugh anyway but um the week after that we are wrapping up the stemness novellas with the third one below zero by ali hazelwood it will we're truly saving that. the worst for last it's um and you guys are gonna be like wow they're so dramatic but there is one there's we're not only one line that ruined our lives <laughs> i think about it every other day sometimes I you know like that that's so raven having a vision meme yes <laughs> that's that's mine oh i was just shook it to my core yeah my was... timbers were shivered <laughs> so get reading we'll see you next time and as always Let's get lit.